Oh. Rut, you're not recording? Is it, does, wait, wait, does it show that it's, it is, are the megabytes going up? God damn it, Lopez. It was seven minutes of gold. It was pretty, it was a pretty good reintroduction to the thing. You're killing me, Lopez. Killing me, Lopez. Yeah, I'm killing you. Now we're on. Fuck me. <laughs> so what, we gotta clap now? I think we have to clap again. I'll save whatever that is to the desktop and I'll listen to it. I might have stopped it on accident when I was clicking things. Did we lose the conversation about rut? Because I was just going to give you definitions of rut. Don't give me that. That that won't make any sense now. Um, Do you want to keep this as a new document? A document? Yeah. Um, Lost... Yeah, that, that'll be nothing. Okay. Where are we here? Are you recording? Megabytes are going up. Okay. Okay, three, two, one. All right. All right. All right, we're fucking back. <sighs> well. Yep. I fucked that up. So. You know, sometimes you just gotta knock the rust off. Knock the rust off. Get out of your rut. Yeah, you gotta get out of the rut. Okay. So, what I wanted to talk about was the structure of the show. Okay. Where Where do you want the show to be? And like, because I've been listening to Wait, a lot I, of other podcasts. Can, can yeah. I ask? Do you, do you, when you wear headphones, do you have both ears covered? Yes. It's very dis. It's very uh, disorientating for me. To have both of them covered. Yeah, because then I feel like I'm yelling. Do I sound the same right now as I did before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, when I'm talking with you, I'm usually looking at, um, I'm looking at my own level, and I can hear myself fine. I used to play around with uh, having my own monitor on right. and off, uh, but it's completely irrelevant in here. It was more relevant in the old house when I had like all these extra fucking sounds everywhere. Right. Um, and I don't have that at all here. So, well, I won't say I don't have it at all, but I, I, they are minimal in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let me get this out of the way because I wanted to tell you this. Since we podcasted last, I have sold two cars and purchased two cars. Okay. That's it. Okay. Done. Right, Check. Got that out of the way. That's out of the we'll way. We're burning through this podcast, man. This 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 episode will be done in ten minutes this time. I bet. <laughs> so it's interesting that you don't write any of this shit down. I think you need to start writing this shit down because I write it in a document which I think I share with you. Um, Still I'm not sure if it's Google something, one of the docs. Don't you get that? Don't you Aren't you in it, I too? I can take a look. I didn't know you were using it. Oh, God. I, I, I used the shit out of it. How do I know if it's shared? Yeah, it's shared by you. It's got the little icon with two people. All right. You still use that thing, huh? Oh, fuck yeah. So, what else was I going to say? 
something very important. Probably. Mm, maybe not. Oh, yeah. Structure the show. So, what I was going to say is, like, we should have, like, not timers and structure, like, based on time, but structure based on events, stories, and things. Because I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts, and I've realized how really incredibly diverse the podcast landscape is becoming and i'm starting to like hone in and find more and more podcasts that speak to me more and more directly and then in the same sense i'm also finding shows that i'm listening to that don't speak to me at all and i'm still listening to them because i'm trying to glean this perspective that I don't have. Now I'm not saying I'm listening to like uh like far right or like tea partyist like political podcasts because that would well probably kill me. I don't like I don't necessarily know if podcasting is their bag. I think they have AM radio for that and like internet TV. I don't <laughs> think they're really I think podcast is too liberal a label for them to get involved with one's doing it now it's not even like you don't have to be anything you know it's just literally everyone's everyone's on the everyone's on the spectrum uh so the podcast spectrum yes the the podcast spectrum yep so anyway do you feel like podcasts are like the new band like oh i'm in a band like oh i'm in a podcast like everyone can be in a podcast yes Yes. Everyone has their own yeah, style it, and take on it. And some of them are good yes. and some of them suck. Yes. The accessibility is 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 better. Right. Right. Because you don't need to have any ever discernible talents. No. Even like if you had a radio show, you would still have to have a license from the FCC and you would have to have a, like a, a, a broadcast antenna thing and you'd have to do, you know, things probably be licensed no i guess not when i was on the radio i wasn't licensed i guess the station is licensed though but like the question is what can we in in now that we've we've completed series one and we're entering series two of 29 28 what can we expect from series two is my question I don't know. What do you want to accomplish with it? I think because I've had a lot of time to reflect on the, the, the 40 hours of audio that we've put out there. Mm -hmm. Is it really necessary? Does anyone want this? Does it serve any purpose or is it just completely just a, a lark for us? You know, it could be a lark, could be a boondoggle, could be beneficial to some people. I have had, good feedback here and there and i've had people tell me that they want to be on the show and so we could do a thing where we have five episodes and then we have someone on the show to kind of you know the the, give the them... interview sessions yeah the the interview sessions that's just like gives you a new twist a new perspective because there are people who say boy you i wish I wish I was there to to argue with you on that because I have 
not necessarily, you know, uh, counter arguments, but I have information that I can add to what you were talking about that could make this a little bit more, um, maybe not diverse, but like, uh, you know, shine light on pieces that we maybe don't have the expertise to show, to, to show, uh-huh. you know? Then do we, so we I, have to have like prepared questions and shit then too. I don't know about that so much as what I, what I, what I, what I do think we should have in structure is we should have some sort of format and system that we kind of stick by, you know, so that people are like, oh yeah, that's 2928. I know that show. I listen to it all the time. Andy and Andy. So you, you want something that they can use as like a touchstone for the show. Yeah. Yep. That's it. And you don't think randomly searching the internet and stumbling upon different talking points is is our thing? Oh, no, that's totally our thing. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there could be loose structure just floating in and out in the beginning, in the end, in the middle sometimes. And then we can, the, the, you still have the full liberty to go off on tangents and tell me insane stories. Like, you know, currently you have raging fires going on by you yeah it's bad yeah i've seen pictures um i've worked with some people who had to evacuate their neighborhoods uh and woke up today real early with a horrible sinus headache and i've been coughing all day and i'm 30 40 miles away from the fires it's it's crazy but it's like it smells like smoke here. I guess some a building downtown caught on fire too, so that might have been where the smoke was coming from. But it's just mm-hmm. it's crazy. That's nuts. I um, yeah, I, I don't I don't envy you at all for that. I I mean the pictures look fucking just the worst. It's it you know what's funny is the it's not funny. What's interesting is. The fire that is um, close to you doesn't look like a tenth as bad as the campfire up north. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, I mean that's the first one everyone was talking about. I think that they just—I just saw an update. That, like twenty-two people are now dead. No, yeah, that's too. It's, bad. it's the most destructive and deadly fire in history, or recently, or something like that. Yep, twenty nine, twenty eight, giving you hard facts about history. I don't, oh god, I don't think, I, there's no way it can be the most deadly fire in history. No, no, but it is definitely it, it, it's bad, is what it is, and it sucks. And did did they say? I didn't even look like read into it or anything. Did they say how that one started, or is that just one that's been like? Are these fires that just have been going on and on and on for years? No, they just started. These just start so just at, started this week. So at some point, these fires do completely go out, right? Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, yeah, they, these aren't the same ones that were happening the last time we podcast. These are different fires. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like the fire is always burning. It does. It's because it never <sighs> rains here, and that the slightest spark from any source is just going to set it off. 
my audio was cutting out because you sent me a video of something. I sent it on, on your phone, though. Yeah, but I still use the same bandwidth there that I use in the everything else. Okay, don't blame me. <laughs> um, so, Lyme disease, right? Yes. Did you know that... Actually, is Lyme, Lyme disease is not a problem in L.A., right? You guys don't have ticks, do you? They do. There are ticks here. They... Oh, really? So, Lyme disease has been, like, kind of kind of silently on the increase up here, right? Right. I think it's, al- it's, it's always been an East Coast thing. Yeah, definitely an East Coast thing, and definitely a thing, you know, that was, I mean, originally, like, it's, it's named for Lyme, Lyme, Connecticut. And so, recently... You know, I was talking to a bunch of people about, you know, ticks and, you know, my coworkers and, you know, because I'm pulling ticks off Marcy in basically two seasons. One of the seasons is now and the other season is like spring, right? So it's that it's not the warm part, but it's the change in temperature. Right. You know, it's that like right now it's hunting season. I'm like at the tail end, um, like right rifle season just opened yesterday here. So I'm at the tail end of my tick season, you know, tick season and stick season. That's a Vermont reference and joke. What is stick season? Um, yeah. Like they, your rifle is your call- stick. Ooh, that's good, but that's not it. No, it's way more literal than that. It's when all the leaves fall off the trees. It is the season. So all the trees become sticks? Yep, it's the season after foliage. So. Okay. So Lyme disease. So how many seasons do you have in Vermont? Oh, um, there's... There's foliage, there's tick season, there's stick season, there's rifle yep. season. Yep. yep. What else you got? The um winter okay mud season mud season um summer okay i'm at seven all right and i think we have one here well we have two we have windy and we have summer is it windy when it's not summer yeah the santa annas is that the wind it's the wind is it like El Nino? I mean, it's windy. There's no rain, so it's not like El Nino in that regard. Mm. Uh, Does it have anything to do with El Nino? No, I mean, it's just a Spanish word. Okay. All right. Oh, that's a good point. They're both Spanish words. Uh, Santa Ana wins. So Lyme disease. Yeah. So, did you know, this is going to blow, if people listen to this, sorry, when people listen to this, this is going to blow some minds. Lyme disease had a functioning human vaccine. Okay. You can elaborate? This, This blew me away because... There's so many people who have issues with Lyme disease. I've now recently I've 
seen a couple people who I'm like, you know, I guess friends with online, uh, my father-in-law, a couple different people who I know have had issues with Lyme disease, you know, and some of them were like, you know, had it 20 years ago and they're like, yeah, I had Lyme disease and whatever. And I still don't actually like understand if you can get rid of Lyme disease fully or how that works or if it's individual or or whatever. But in the 90s, there was a human vaccine. And what got me thinking about this was there's a vaccine for dogs. And so I thought, well, that doesn't even make any sense. If there's a vaccine for dogs, why is there not a, a vaccine for humans? And so... I looked it up, and it, as it turns out, in the 90s, they came out, there are two companies that came out with this uh, vaccine. The issues that they had were, it was a two-installment process. That is to say, it needed a booster. And it needed a booster, like, after, like, a year or something. And it wasn't actually fully effective after a year. And I think they had issues with like the percentages and stuff like that. It was like 90% effective or something like that. What it ended up doing was it killed the Lyme in the tick. So you'd have the vaccine in your body. A tick would bite you. And the way it had to work was kind of unconventional. And the vaccine would have to act and kill the Lyme disease in the tick that just bu- that just bit you so that the tick wouldn't infect you with Lyme disease. So anyway, there were like all these things and like because it was the 90s and stuff like that and there were like dumb hippies and shit who hate vaccines for whatever reason and people are scared of vaccinations and they like... I don't think it's the false. hippies who, who, who don't want the vaccines. Well, let's say let's just say the the people who think like that vaccines, um, you know, create more problems and like give people autism and all that stuff, which but is that, been that's not hippies. Those, like, those are stupid people. All right, that's that's that's, also, that's dumb people who get only their information from Instagram celebrities. That, right, but that's proved obviously to be you know wrong and all of that stuff. But it's a lot of people who are like kind of more into. I don't want to say holistic shit, but like people who just think we're better off to not have, you know, modern medicine effectively. Right. And so basically they had a functioning vaccine. One company came out with it. The other company had it like in, in the works. And I think what happened was the first company got sued or something to that effect. And, the other company just never went into production with it because they saw that the first company got sued. The first company never made profits on the vaccine. And because they never made profits on it, they completely abandoned the project. Right. So 20 years later, we're left without a, a normal vaccine that literally everyone I know would get. You know, you would, you'd be dumb not to get it living where I live. Because, I mean, I had a tick bite this year. Um, It didn't like embed or anything like that, but I found it on my body. And I've pulled countless ticks off of Marcy. I pulled three off of her in the past two days. Um, 
And it's just like one of those fucking crazy things that I can't believe that we live in this world that is like, you know, so supposedly futuristic, I want to say, but it's, you know, it's something about like this modern world that we live in that is just, it's so modern in so many ways. Like, oh my God, I have a fucking wristwatch that I can just beacon people with and all of that shit. And on the other hand, I can still get all of these really easily transmitted diseases and there's no good way to protect myself because of, you know, uh, apparently, you know, because of a pharmaceutical company's bottom line. Well, I mean, it's it's also because at that point that it was clear that there's more money to be made in treatment than there is in in a vaccine for it. So if they had come could come out with like pills that'll be a regimen to to treat it or whatever, then they could make it's re- repeat customers. If they're right. vaccinating w- vaccinating the entire population, that's like a one time sale for them. Yeah, but that's but that's the issue. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's the pharmaceutical business. It's super fucked up. I mean, so yeah. Anyway, that. That pissed Basically, me off they, to like... They're, that's like the ultimate example of we're people's portfolio. So those large corporations and conglomerates, whenever you see news stories about people getting fucked over by corporations and stuff, it's not personal. The corporations view us as, you know, dollars and cents. They're viewing us as their portfolio and they're managing it as numbers. They aren't managing it as people, which yeah, is absolute course. garbage town. But at the same rate, you know, you do your same with your retirement fund, so who knows what 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 decisions you're making and sanctioning t- to to provide for that. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's 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 a horrible state of things, and it's exactly what is happening in every industry. Like every every business, as as soon as it becomes privatized, that's 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 what it is. It becomes a, like a public publicly traded commodity. Yep. So, anyway, that was just like uh, an epiphany that I had that I I, I really uh, I needed to I needed to like vent right. and talk about because I it really pisses me off that you know just the the concept that this existed and it would help so many people and. You know, they're choosing to to spend their money on other things like, you know, whatever. I mean, cancer research and all that other shit that, you know, they continually pump money into. Um, yeah. So I just got over this. I, I'm still really not over it, but I just got I had this like really shitty fucking cold for like two to three weeks. Yeah. Totally. Total garbage. Um, did I tell you about meeting um, the Irish guy at work? I think you just sent it in like cryptid codes that you never really explained. Well, I mean, I he was delivering car parts, which is like my entire job, obviously. But I, um, you know, I, he opened I opened the door for him and he says, like, you know, how are you? like that's it that's all he says and i just say you're from ireland 
And that's like the only thing that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> and he goes, you bet I am. And I was like, oh yeah, this guy, awesome. And so, you know, we, we talked and, and, and shit and, and, uh, and he's like, I'm Tom Riley from Kevin. I'm like, all right, cool. Tom, nice to meet you, man. You know, we, we're shooting the shit a little bit and talking about Ireland and, and this and that. And, um, uh, and he's like, you know, your Irish family names. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm going through them and all of that stuff. And, and then I, I kind of go off and I tell, um, I tell the feral story to him, which is, um, my, my mom's mom's family, um, are Farrells from Longford County and they, they have their own crazy story anyway of like how they met, they met in the States and all this shit anyway, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. And I, I, I bring up the Farrells because Longford is closest, like that's the closest connection that I have to Kevin. It's not close, but it's like not far really because Ireland's small. And so, you know, I'm, I'm telling him this story, how I go to Ireland and my homestay was with, uh, was with this guy, John Farrell. Um, and so, you know, obviously super common name, whatever, and I say to this guy, um, oh, nice to meet you, John Farrell. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm Andy. And he called me, he called me Andrew the entire time I was there. I never once got called Andy from him. Um, and I should mention, obviously, Andy's, or Andrew's not my name um, at all. And this guy, um, I say to him, you know, my, I have, I'm related to Farrell's who are you, you know, like, where are your Farrells from? And he's like, oh, yeah, my dad's from Cork and blah, blah, blah. And he goes on and, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was like, uh, well, my Farrells are from Longford County. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's where my granddaddy's from. And so what was really interesting is this is a guy I'm, I have a homestay with in Ireland. You know, this is 2006. And I've just realized that I'm basically related to, like, my host parents, you know, indirectly, like many cousins apart, and what, a, and many, you know, iterations, like four generations, and definitely cousins of cousins, and whatever. But like, we're basically related. And so I tell Tom that story, and I have like this just such an incredible moment as I'm. He leaves, and I said, Tom. I I said, uh, I said. Uh, Tom from Cavan. He goes, he goes, yeah, Tom Riley. And I go, right. He goes, he goes, and Andy Farrell. And I was like, oh, no, 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 uh, Lopez. And he goes, Lopez. <laughs> and he's looking at me like, that's not Irish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. Because then I had to be like, I'm I'm only half Irish, you know. Anyway, so that was my meeting with Tom. All right. Have you seen him since? No, 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 no. It's too bad too, because he was so nice. What uh? uh 
Lopez, what's what's SoundCloud rap? What is SoundCloud rap? I've heard it in like the past like three weeks. People talking about SoundCloud rap. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Nope. Okay. Nope. We're too old. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I can infer kind of what it would be, but I I I haven't done any research on it. I figured you would have known. No, because no, I have no idea. Because I don't know if it's like I don't like what is it? what what. Is it is it like podcasting, but on SoundCloud, and then but like people do rap? That's what I would think. Like you're just like self-producing on SoundCloud, or are you using songs that exist on SoundCloud to rap like as your beat? Um, did you look it up? No, I refuse to. Okay, I was hoping that you would have the answer. Uh, mumble rap, sometimes conflated with emo rap or SoundCloud rap, is a loosely defined microgenre that... Wait, you said mu- you said mumble rap is sometimes defined as SoundCloud rap. Yeah. So what's SoundCloud rap? Well, I'm not there. All right. Is loosely defined... Uh, is a loosely defined microgenre... That's spread on the online audio distribution platform SoundCloud. Right. Okay. It is mainly characterized for its simple, incomprehensible lyrics, hence the name. The term has been used as a pejorative to rappers that put little emphasis on lyricism. Yeah, that's mumble rap. That's mumblecore. I've never heard of any of this. But what's SoundCloud rap, dude? Is it just so it's just mumble rappers putting their shit up on SoundCloud? Or maybe the is the, there sp- the thing is there is Spotify that... rap? Well, there should be. I don't know this. I, guess... I don't know this world, Lopez. You can't release stuff on SoundCloud though, or on what's the other one? On Spotify though, can you? Can you release your shit on Spotify? No, only? I have no idea. Is it like a amazon like i can sign with soundcloud or sign with uh what's it called? are they signing artists no i'm just using that as like a, a term like to get yeah dude this is this is this is fake these are i've never seen any of these people what? and they all have face tats what's the deal with face tats man wait what are some of the names i don't know if i know any of them uh lil pump you've talked about him before no, no, no. 21 Savage. These are all names I've heard. Uh, 6 9 Yeah, he's like, uh, he's in jail or something, right? Triple Red. Nope. Smoke, smoke Perp. Smoke Perp. Little Peep. Is it Perp with a URP or an ERP? Peep, like purple. Okay. Smoke Perp. Smoke Perp, okay. Uh, Little Peep, I've talked about Little Peep. I saw a, a vigil set a vigil set up for him. He's dead. He's yeah, dead, Lil right? Pete. Yeah, wicked dead. Yeah. Um, rich, rich the kid. Okay. I don't think he counts. Actually, he has. He doesn't have any face tats. He's the only one without face tats. I. And little Zan. For Xanax. No X A N Zan. Right. That's how you spell Xanax, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know anything about drugs. Um. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's got face tattoos now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
do people in LA have face tats? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I, really? There was you a, just see people with face tats? Yeah. They work amongst me. What do you what What do you mean they work amongst? I, you? There was a PA who came in, a production PA who came in, just a normal white dude with face tats on his face, and I'm like, hmm. how How could whatever's on your face mean that much much to you? Wow. He had a word written above his eyebrow. Or, really? Or where his eyebrow should be or something. I don't... Why would that mean so much to you? Was it in script or what? how did how did it read? Like I don't even... Like, dude, this is one of the things that happened to me nine months ago. But it's just... I don't know, man. You make those choices when you're 20. I don't want to sound like an old man here. I just don't get face tattoos. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the point where, like, I'm realizing that I probably shouldn't get any tattoos. I mean, nothing, but... nothing's of of import to, to have your body done that way. So, unless you're, like, flush with money to waste on that shit, what the hell's the point? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you have all the money in the world, nothing matters, so get all the tattoos you want, because yeah. it's, you know, fun. And they're unique, and you can, like... You can research, like, like you can put effort into them and shit because you're rich, you're retired. I just, I don't know, you're, you're working as a PA. What's your end game? Are you going to be a PA the whole time and then you're just spending your day rate on tattoos on your face? SoundCloud rappers are the new face of hip-hop. Man. This is, this is who your teens are listening to. They're, like, mostly, like, white people. That's not cool. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, that's over. White people are over? <laughs> yeah. White, pe- white people are over. Yeah, man, I'm fine. We can just step aside. I, you know, I'm good. I'm good stepping aside. I'm good. I'm good where I am because I have a Hispanic last name and I'm like the whitest person in the world. So, you know. I like uh, I like to cross boundaries. How so? I I don't I don't at all. Okay. I I live I live in Vermont. Man, Vermont. Yeah, virtually Vermont. That's the other thing I listened to a couple of our our uh, older episodes recently, and I oh, I had a few come on like, my car unexpectedly the other day. That that's awesome. I listened to them. Oh God! I listened to them because I was. Someone was saying, "Oh man, can you give me like uh, ones to listen to?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I like I I gave them that one, and I gave them a, another one. And that person was like, "Holy shit!" They, she's like, "These are great." She's like, "Why don't you keep doing these?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I think we've been trying, but I'm not really sure anymore." Yeah, I don't know, man. All right, here's another here's another thing that I wrote down. Do the photos of ourselves that we know of like in our family photo albums do those photos that we see maybe sometimes depending on who you are and who your family is and like 
how into family photo albums people you know people's families are do those photos that exist of is that a helicopter yeah dude non-stop dude you gotta get the fuck out of there why that's obnoxious what's wrong with helicopters dude that's not cool dude what's wrong with them you live in like grand theft auto it's it's fine it's not that's not normal it's it is normal i live in an urban area man no you live in a video game fucking ridiculous all right so my question is do the photos that we know that exist of ourselves right like like that picture of you in a tree you know that yeah, one Yeah, i know i know the one you speak of all right so like do those photographs do they shape how we think of ourselves like in our adolescence and like in in, in into adulthood in such a way that like we reflect on you know how we're captured and our facial expressions like and I would, here's the here's the yeah go for it here's the other side of that you know before i let you like here's here's how i'm i'm guiding this cuz i'm realizing that because we have our iPhones now and we have the ability to take photos and discard bad versions of photos and capture the exact right smile are we going to have like the next generation of children grow up and see themselves so happy as children and will that affect them you know the that generation in a different way than you know maybe even subconsciously because they don't know do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. they don't know the diff. They don't know the difference well, and, of like, and, and their whole existence has been curated. So it's a greatest hits album. Think of it. Think of it as discovering a band and not buying their discography through the years. Think of it of of discovering a band and buying their greatest hits album. Right. So you don't have all the the nuances and differences from album to album, song to song. You don't have the highs. You don't have the lows. You only have what they want you to see right so i think that like that's an excellent point that like one that's going to inflate your expectation of how the world sees you and how you see yourself but it's also gonna take away from them the ability to prepare for disappointment Mm -hmm. when something happens that's not perfect yeah, no, com- completely. Now, now, okay, so take all of that. Now think of our generation. And do you think that it is possible that people don't see, you know, don't don't see that deeply or let's let's say like um like like the ability for me to watch a child grow, okay, has given me an entire new perspective on like my own life. And that's completely the fucking point. But do you think that people living now who, like, might never have kids, 
Do you think they might live in existence where they think they, they look at all these photographs of themselves and let's say that not any happy photos were really ever captured properly or maybe it was a family that didn't take a lot of photos and the photos that they did capture are all like you know kind of eh, kind of you know you're making a face the person's never do you think that shapes who that person is uh yeah give me one second i gotta get the dogs in and then i'll 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 take that question good <laughs> okay So, your question, Lopez, mm. was, do I think that the people we are now has mm-hmm. been affected by the photo albums and the history presented to us by our family through the years? Yeah, so, like, let's say, like, you might come from a family that's, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, you know push this as in like it's a a negative thing but like let's say you come from a family that's like you know your parents are divorced and you know that but that but like you have an example of a photo album and there are pictures of everyone here there but maybe you know not too many of them but in every photo that you can find you never really look happy and so you're looking at all these photos and like because of the capturing and the timing and the technology available, you're looking at these photos and you're like, wow, this is crazy. Now, do people overcome things like that entirely? Or, you know, think about that. Does that shape who that person could be forever? Well, I don't think the photos themselves do. I think it's the how the family deals with, with the reaction to those photos. So being able to accept imperfections and laugh at our insecurities and things like that, if a family, if that's how your family is, then that's how you will develop most of the time. Right. I, I think it's, it's more interesting to see someone who, do, who will have their entire life curated by people who view them as infallible. It, sure. It's like every child's going to be raised up, you know, in those certain situations, every child's going to be raised up with their own personal PR team. Right. Yeah, no, completely. Completely, completely. It's going to be like uh, helicopter parents and... and uh, what the, What's the name of those kids? Hold on, I got I give them water. Okay. like they won't have any humility you know it's there Mm -hmm. there are certain shields and protections and boundaries that won't be crossed and 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 like skin that won't be developed that is essential to become a fully developed person right no, yeah, I mean it's just it's just something that I was half ruminating on for a bit. Are you gonna put your kid on the internet without their without their consent? Are you put? I haven't. I haven't yet. Yeah. Is that something that you and Kim have talked about? 
No, I think like like uh, like Kim has like a, a personal Instagram for just the family that's private and all that stuff, and it's mostly so like her grandmother can see photos and stuff like that. Uh, it's really the only function of it, and that's the only place those photos go. Um, I only send photos to people that I care about directly, and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. so. I mean, everyone understands my position that I don't put my personal life on the internet. You know, I, I feel like I did that. I feel like I did that way too long. I mean, that's the only way I've known you to do it. <laughs> I quit that, like in, I mean, back when we hung out. All right. I quit that. I quit that. I quit doing that. I quit Facebook before we drove to California. So, you know, all those things I spent too, I just spent too many years doing that shit and it felt like a waste. It sounds like, I'm just going to just go out and say this. It sounds like when you have to like go get the dog's water and food and stuff like that, it, it sounds like you have to like open a hatch (laughs) and like, and like start pumping like an old school well <laughs> like to like just for my old man going. yeah and then and then like once it's like pumping and going you like you like keep moving it with your foot while you like reach over to the sink and actually turn the sink on and put the dog bowl and you're like stretching and straining that's what it sounds like i'm developing i i'm accelerating development into being an old man <laughs> I have been setting up another location for an, another show that's going on, and I tweaked my back somehow maybe a week and a half ago. So I've been dealing oh, with no. that. Like it's it's all good now, but for about a week it was really bad. Oh, so God, I was dude. like, I, when I would like drive, I remember going on a road trip with my friend in junior high and his and his and his dad. Like we went to his campsite or whatever. And his dad had a bad back, so he would be driving, and every minute and 30 seconds, he'd, like, lean forward and rearrange his back and then settle back into it and, like, kind of curse under his breath. And that's oh. that's what I've been doing for the past week. Oh. I found, like, a couch pillow at work in someone's office, and I, and I just, like, saw it, and I walked in their office, like, I'm going to borrow this. And I've, I've had it in my car for the past week, where... It, it really it really does help support but every time i get out of the car or every time i have to like lean down to pick something up when my back's bad i i have old man noises that i realize i'm making and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> and i don't care um that's horrible i i i don't want to say i have something similar but like it is evident now that i can't do the same like destructive shit to my body that I once did. And so like I, this sound, this is going to sound hilariously pathetic, but I was running around like, mm, I'm going to say it was, so it's November now, right? I'm going to say this was in may so six months ago 
I was like outside grilling and I was running into the house to get like meat and like running back out to the grill and like running into the house to get stuff and like whatever. And I was done with everything. And I did one last run downstairs to get a cider. And upon running upstairs to bring it into the main part of the house, I slipped and I fell with all of my weight on my on my right kneecap. Yeah. That shit's fucked forever, man. Oh, really? I, I, I just, in the last week or two, have been able to put full pressure on all parts of my kneecap. And I, it didn't, like, the, the problem is... It doesn't hurt. It didn't hurt like after it it bruised and like whatever. It didn't hurt like right after when I was like walking and doing like daily activities and shit. It hurt when I did like a full squat and then tried to get back up. And it hurt when I was trying to kneel and put my weight on it. But in no other sense did it did it hurt, so I just completely ignored it, and it's taken a really long time for me to recuperate from it. Yeah, and that is the beauty of aging. It's, yeah, dude. I used to I used to like. I I can't imagine how many things in my life that I've just like broken and not gone to the doctor and just been like, Have you broken eh, bones I'm sure before? It'll be fine. Uh, well, oh, your clavicle. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I broke my... I broke a finger, and I never went to the doctor for it. So it's kind of... That's another thing that's fucked kind of forever. But I figure as technology gets better and better and better... Just going to 3D print like, a finger? Yeah, in like 10 years, I'll be able to just like go to the doctor and be like, Hey, I kind of like probably jammed and broke this in like... You know, 2009. Can you fix this? And they'll be like, yeah, no problem. Well, we'll see. That's what I'm banking on, at least. So, um, have you gotten any updates to your, like, uh, 23andMe thing? Uh, I don't know. I did check it the other day, because we were talking about who was more Neanderthal at work. Hmm. Because I still, I'm still on the fence about like giving them anything, giving any of them anything. Oh, I've given up on caring. I know, but like, in like, in like one sense, I would love to be cloned. Like, if someone was like, "Ha ha, I cloned you," I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" But on the other end, like the other side of it, you know, like if they're using my DNA to like do something that would make them money then uh, oh they're 100 percent. they're 100 percent doing that yeah but that feels weird that they're every so. every company that exists and you look at them and they're like how can they possibly be making money they're using stuff that you don't see any value in oh my god which reminds me about fucking scooters uh no oh you have scooters out there no, uh, I, what scooters? I, we don't have a scooter climate. 
I would love a scooter. Find me a vintage scooter. I'd ride the Not shit a Vespa, out of it, I... like an an asshole electric standing scooter. No, I don't care about that. Ooh, ooh, electric cars. Let's get back to that. What was I just saying? Scooters before scooters. You were talking. I was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, twenty nine, twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about the fucking electric car? What bullshit you want to spit tonight? All right, so. <laughs>